Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. All things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who's called according to his purpose. God has sent Jesus to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Freedom, my friends. That season may not be the thing that you wanted necessarily, but God needs you to learn something. Hindsight with God, you understand, but in the middle of stuff, you just gotta hang on and trust Him. We're not supposed to do for God, we're supposed to be for God. The doing is a side effect. God is able to bless you abundantly. If He can take care of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, yes. so more can He do for you. It's all going to work together for your good. If you love God, you just continue to stay. Stay humble, seek God, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God's word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast his love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for him. And today's episode, I just had this resounding, um, just, I want to say meditation of this scripture in Revelation talking about they had power over him and won because of the blood of the lamb and by telling what he had done for them Mm -hmm. they did not love their lives but were willing to die and what an encouragement to share your testimony share your story and by doing that you're going to encourage people in their walk to do what god has called them to do the first woman who i saw (laughs) take this bible verse with a microphone and tell a room full of women what God has done in her life and how he is blessing her and she is being obedient to him. And he still is. I mean, this is three years later, Mignon Francois. She has a cupcake shop in Nashville, Tennessee, and also in New Orleans, very successful business. Uh, I don't know if you mind sharing that the business has made more than $12 million. She now has a book out called Made From Scratch, Finding Success Without a Recipe. It's a memoir. And we have Mignon back on the podcast to share what she's doing with this new book. So how are you, Mignon? Man, that that encourages me. Like, for real, I, I have never heard anyone describe me in that way that my life was, you know, this Bible verse to them out of Revelation. And the thing is, I didn't even know that that's what I was doing at the time, right? I was yeah. just being authentically me. Yeah. And I I had promised God that if he would make me successful, I'll tell anybody who will listen about what they could do if they believe. So every opportunity is just an opportunity for me to keep my promise to God. That was good. I know, and it's so that good. Was good. Well, God is good and he is using you for his glory and he is giving you big stages. I mean, when I first met you, you were, you know, on stage sharing your testimony and you had, you know, a successful business. The success mm-hmm. was there. But what God is doing now is he's expanding it. I mean, yeah. you've been on the Today Show. What? Yep. What? Did you, were you just like, oh my goodness, like yes. God is giving me this platform and now 
I told him that I would give him glory wherever he sends me. And here we are nationwide. Jesus reigns. <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. I, I've been on like, so it, it, besides that, first of all, I love how to hold a copy so much. When, when I was a girl, she was the anchor woman. In, in my New city. Orleans. Yeah. Yes. So it's like New Orleanians love Hoda. Like she's part of the family. So for me as a little brown girl watching her on TV, she showed me that I could do that. Yes. And I ended up studying uh, mass media and communications because I wanted to be like Hoda Copy. So to, to end up on, you know, a platform with her and then end up getting chosen as one of their favorites for 2022 oh my god and it's only and i'm telling this testimony on national platforms and and in the world is receiving it because they're hurting and they need to know what they can do if they believe yep Yeah. I want to ask you about, I really, at the end, um, just like how to cultivate a Christ-centered confidence in your life when the Mm -hmm. odds are stacked against you. But we have to know first your testimony. And we've had you on the podcast before. You shared it then. But just the fact that you turned $5 into more than $10 million, you know, $12 million Mm -hmm. is just so encouraging. But it also grabs the attention of the person listening because I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, now I'm listening. Um, But if you don't mind sharing your testimony about how God started this journey of success for you. Yeah. And the reason why, the reason why I've been transparent about that part, Ricky is I want other people not to be up in my business, but to be about theirs so that they know what they can also do if they believe. And a lot of times people think, Oh, I've got to have this, this big, amazing thing happen so that I can start, getting from where I am to where I want to be, right? So I can start my business, so I can start living, so I can go get married, so I can have a baby. You know, we're planning, 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 planning. And I was talking to to, to Molly on Can I Laugh on Your Shoulder? She was like, God says, oh, you're so cute. You think you have anything to do with any of this, don't you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and we, 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 just, we just don't. And I just think that, what I've learned in the process, I'm sharing in the story of this book because we were receiving messages from women all over the world, from the UK in the middle of the night, from China. I've got messages from Africa of women who are saying that what one message from one lady was, I just learned about Jesus and Christianity is not welcome here. But I want you to know that I believe and I believe that this is real. And I just needed to tell somebody and I encouraged her. And, you know, she she was following my journey. And that to know this whole journey started from lack and yeah. not having enough and living in a house with electricity and not having electricity on a run, you know, on a regular basis and water running out of my faucet every single day. Those things did not happen for me. And when I opened the doors, I was losing the house that the cupcake collection exists in right now. And so this is just a testament to what God will do if you trust him. And he says, will I, if you test me, Will I not open up a window of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you won't even have room to receive it? 
And that's what it looks like when you're trying to just do all of the things and not have enough time to get it all done is God pouring out blessing that you don't have room to receive. So when my neighbor knocks on the door, I'm sitting in the back of the room doing this Dave Ramsey baby steps plan, stuffing cash and hiding money from my family so that I can make ends meet. When my neighbor asked me to make cupcakes for all of her clients and all I have is $5 left in my hand, I haven't fed the family for the, you know, for this week. And this is all the money that we're going to have for the week. And she sees this perplexity in my face and says, listen, when you get me some, I'll pay you some. And so, like she said, she would, she paid me. I put on my shoes. I remember asking God, God, why would you bring me this opportunity when I don't have any money? And he said, but I feed birds and they don't store up in barns and they don't toil for anything. How much more will I give you who looks like me? So I put my shoes on and I walked around the corner to the Kroger and I bought everything I could buy with that one $5. And I turned that five into 60 that night. And that night I turned 60 into 600 by the end of the week. And I always laugh and joke about the fact that I bought my baby's little Debbie's off of that first return on investment. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. You know, you have to celebrate the success that God's giving you and you mm-hmm. can't just run to the next thing, but yeah, little mm-hmm. Debbie's that that's a cool way to celebrate <laughs> and let your kids in on it, you know? That's, yes. It's really interesting that you mentioned that verse about room to receive it because I was praying. I always pray before interviews. I get on my knees and pray. I'm just like, Jesus, what do you want us to talk about? Mm -hmm. And I just like wait for him to respond. And he always responds. Mm -hmm. And today. He does. He does. He like always. You too. Yeah, I know. It's so good. It's like, if I just be obedient and like take time, get on my knees and pray. He he just, he so wants that time Mm -hmm. with me and same for you listening. Um, But I just heard like this still small voice. I'm going to give you the words to say, I just need you to trust me. Do you trust me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you literally just shared that Bible verse about yeah. trusting God and what he will do in your life. And I'm surrendered to that. Like I surrender to Jesus. I don't know mm-hmm. in, in, anybody out there who's like, I have been running my own race for a long time. I don't know what to do. I want to tell you to, to turn to Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's the author and perfecter of our faith. And mm-hmm. I cannot imagine a better woman to read a memoir from about surrendering all mm-hmm. trusting Jesus <laughs> you had to trust him yes and to. here's the thing Ricky like I want people to understand that it doesn't look pretty right it does not always look beautiful it's not always in alignment it's not always you know I'm not the things that come out of my mouth is sometimes blessings and curses at the same time <laughs> you know like, I am not perfect but I'm making progress right and that's what I want people uh, you know here who are saying oh they just love Jesus so much and the reason why it happens is because you know they're following all of the things and being obedient it's not always perfection, Mm -hmm. but it is progressive. And what I love what you said about God will always answer. I was trying my best not to say, oh my gosh, let me tell you about, you know, (laughs) tell (laughs) me, tell me. Yes. Like every morning when I open my eyes up, I try to, before I put my feet on the, on the floor, say, good morning, God. This is what I was thinking I'll ask today. 
And some, I, I usually try to have a question to ask God and I fully expect for him to answer me by the time I'm putting my feet back in the bed at the end of the night. And sometimes he will answer me before I even get out of bed. Sometimes he's not answering me until I'm getting back into bed. And sometimes he said, you already knew the answer before you even asked me. But since you want to pretend like you didn't know, go open up that book and find an answer right there. It's just like yesterday, he answered me twice. Wow. Answered me twice to, I guess, to just like confirm it, you know, that, you know, you did hear it. And it can look like this. I'm afraid. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then you open up, you know, your worship for the day. You open up a devotional or you turn on the TV because God will use somebody else's voice to speak directly to you and tell you what you need to know. Yes. And so, you know, you walk up to somebody and they'll say, you know, I just feel God saying, do not be afraid for I am with you. And you're like, okay, I got it. Uh, uh, Good. I trust you. That's it. (laughs) I trust you, Jesus. Uh, Your book, I'm so excited you wrote this. It just, when I was, when I was praying about it beforehand, I'm like, this just seemed like the right thing for her to do. Like Mm -hmm. this really did feel like, I mean, as somebody who's followed you for years, Mm -hmm. this did feel like the next right step. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that you have a lot in the book that would really help someone. I don't know if, if is there someone um, that you really wrote this for? Yeah. When you were writing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good question. So a, a lot of times coaches will tell you, get somebody in your head, like have a persona, like a real person who you're writing this to. So I initially picked my daughter, Lauren, who wants to, she's a really great cook. She um, is working as a like the headline chef at a place and she's really good in the kitchen. I mean, the stuff she puts on her Instagram account that she cooked for dinner is just like, can I have some right off of the channel? Right. Yes, exactly. and, and and she wants to open a snowball stand. It's just like a uh, um, a passion project of hers. And she has yes. these, you know, big grand ideas. And I want her to know that she can do it. I want her to know that it doesn't matter that her education isn't where she wants it to be. Her money is funny and she has more, more month than money. I want her to know that she still can do it. So she was the person that I was thinking of that kind of is stuck where she is and kind of thinks it's too late for her and she's going to be 35. It's like what I'm learning is statistically that people who start their businesses in their thirties and into their forties are more successful than people who do it in their twenties. A, because they have more experience to offer. They have more connections than people who are younger and they have something to lose. Yeah. And so, so they're a little bit more cautious as they try different things. And so that was the persona I was initially working through. And then I started thinking about um the my makeup artist she's amazing she um she will sometimes mix the color to make the perfect foundation for my face and every time she's working on my face we have these deep deep conversations and you know i have sort of coached her through you know where she is in business right now and i'm just so proud of watching her do it and she's doing it even though it's hard and one of the things i talk about in the book we often tell people to do it scared right mm-hmm. but i learned in the process to, that that's not a biblical that's not a biblical concept to do right. it afraid what i'm learning to tell people is to do it in faith 
because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. That means of a disciplined mind. So we need to be regimented as we're doing it. And we need to be prayerful and asking God for direction for his word says that, you know, if in all your ways you acknowledge me, I'll show you which way to go. Yeah. Well, well, a question that we ask on this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we always ask it is what Bible verse is encouraging you in the season. And before we started recording, I did not ask you that. But mm-hmm. when I was like studying for, you know, having this conversation doing like some more background information on you, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not even worried because she's going to share so much scripture that <laughs> it just rolls off your tongue. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, just when I was talking to you before, when you came on the podcast and then in other interviews, I've listened to you. You're just like, in the Bible, there's a story. And this is what happened. And that's what I want to do in my life. <laughs> I'm not even worried. But um, I would like to know, is there a Bible verse that pops up for you that's just really encouraging you? Or the last time we talked about like challenging you, like, is there yeah. Yes. that's helping you out right now. Do you remember what one I said last time? I don't remember the one, but I just remember the word challenge. You were like, I love that word. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wanted, I wanted to see if it was the same one. So I, I wrote two down for you. It's like, oh my gosh, I say so many. What's the one? And I feel like the one that I end every prayer with um, is something that I'm learning right now with this little church that I visit here in Nashville, um, where every time we leave, the pastor unleashes the angels over us to protect us. Yes. And, and so I started doing that. And so the one that I think it is for me right now mm-hmm. is Hebrews 13 and two. And it says, do not forget to show hospitality to strangers for by so doing some people have entertained angels unaware. Mm-hmm. And so every day, you know, when I'm praying for my team, just before we open up the store, I remind them to be careful how they entertain strangers, for we do not know when we're entertaining angels unaware. And I, I'm beginning to believe that I'm seeing angels more and more because not only, you know, do angels show up for us to deliver us when we need it, but also the Bible says that they will keep you in all of your ways yep. and, you know, and, and that they are sent to 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 guard over us but I, as i think about people and how you know we can't hear the voice of god and live you know but god will commandeer somebody's voice and say say that to this person and so we often know that the voice of god sounds like mignon or the voice of god sounds like ricky because he'll come and use your voice to say to a particular person everything they need to hear right now but i was struggling ricky i was like maybe i want to say that the one that is encouraging me right now is first thessalonians 5:17 and it simply says pray continually And, you know, all all of the time I I have a prayer on my heart or I'm talking to God and I'm whispering a prayer to God and I'm asking God something or just trying to be in communion with him. And the more I do it, the more I know his voice and the more he answers me because we help the people we know first. Right. Yeah, absolutely. The the scripture that you mentioned about army angels, Mm -hmm. I I have to go back to that because and then also the verse about prayer, Mm -hmm. you can pray for God's angels to protect you. Yeah. Like that is a thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Psalms 91, 11, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Yeah. Verse 12 says they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. I, I wanted to pause there because you can pray for army angels to mm-hmm. protect you. And mm-hmm. I didn't know Do you know off the top of your head, that prayer that your pastor prays? Um, for yeah. the congregation. Yeah, he doesn't say he he just as he finishes his prayer, he'll say, "And God, I unleash your angels upon your people to protect them." You know, as they go, I don't know it by heart per se the way that he says it yeah. because he's just talking to God just right there, and that's that has been the thing that I've been doing with my team as we pray every day is yeah. to, to unleash God's angels to be a protection over our team in, exactly. in everything that they do. I feel that in this season of life, like God's army angels are protecting us and our family. Yeah. And I pray that for you and for your book and for Thank your you. business. And just I receive God's, it. Yes. I mean, God's army mm-hmm. angels just surround you and protect you. This question is for the person listening and, and we'll wrap it up after this. But um, in your book, you have a lot of great points that would encourage anyone in their walk with Christ to just get deeper into the Bible, get deeper into their relationship with Jesus, having that communication with him. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the questions that you know comes out of your book is how to cultivate a Christ-centered confidence in your life when the odds are stacked against you. And for the person listening who may feel like the odds are stacked against them, you are the perfect person to encourage them mm-hmm. and to take them out of like that dark pit that they may feel like they're in. So just how would you how would you answer this question to encourage the person listening? I would tell them that the voice that's on the inside of their head that's telling them they can't, cannot is the liar. I believe that the Holy Spirit goes out before us. He considers the world around us. And then he comes back and he says, okay, this is what we're going to do. And it's that in that gut experience that you hear God speak. Because a lot of people want to want to ask me, well, how is it that you hear God speak? God is concerned about the fact that you don't like to sit in traffic. And so what he'll do is say something like, hey, don't get on the interstate right here. And the minute you get on the interstate, what happens? You get stuck. <laughs> it's just like, talk yeah. about it. <laughs> you know? And Not so yeah. my daughter, Drusilla, always says that the Holy Spirit's first name is something. His name is something Holy Spirit. That's his name. Something Holy Spirit, because we always say something told me not to or to do this. (laughs) And that's what I want people to know, that something is the Holy Spirit's first name. And when you get that first inclination or what my mom used to call it as my first mind, your first mind never tells you the wrong thing to do. Have you ever said to yourself? I should not have followed my first mind. You never hear that. We always say, I should have listened to my first mind. It's when we second guess our first mind and we go and do this other thing that we find ourselves in situations like all of the myriad of examples that I spell out in this new book, right? Of, Of ways that I didn't obey or ways that I found a way to trust and obey which led me from where I was to where it is that I wanted to be. And so that's what I want someone who feels 
stuck or who feels like they're not enough or who feels like it's never going to happen for me or who's in some valley of despair or who thinks that they hear the voice of God, right? It's a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. And it's just like the people who are listening to your podcast every week or who sometimes put it on repeat. They know your intro when you bring it in. They know your voice. They know what it sounds like. Why? Because they've spent time with it. And God is asking us to spend time with him so that you know his voice. For his word says, my my sheep know my voice and they hearken unto it. And so that voice of God is just that first mind inclination that I should do this or I should do that. And it's little things like, you know what? I should stop eating this hamburger right now. Like I'm going to take this last bite right here and then I'm done. Or it's like, you know what? I'll have the water instead of the wine today. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. I will take that high quality H2O and I will go to the workout class. Like yes. <laughs> go to the workout class, you know, go get motivated with your sisters in Christ. Some men yeah. go to them too, but go stretch it out for Jesus, you yes. know, getting fit for the kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally that simple. Yeah. It's literally that simple. It is choose Jesus, choose Jesus. If you have to go left or right, if you have to go left or right, go straight, go straight to yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I love that you said that if you have to go left or right, it's kind of like, God, I don't want to make the wrong, a wrong decision. But my friend Marcia said it like this. It's like dinner. When I set before you a plate or a menu and you're choosing from the menu, hmm, what should I eat? Either way I'm eating. Amen. No, no matter what I choose, I'm eating. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know, so there are no mistakes. There are no mistakes. And that's the other thing that I hope people hear, you know, in, in this book, there are no mistakes. I heard Fantasia sing it like this. I am who I am today because God used my mistakes. He worked them for my good like no one else ever could. He told me to tell you it was necessary. And that's what I want people to know as you collide with me in the chapters of this book and you get stuck in places that you find out that even in the hard times, it was necessary. And even in the good times, it is necessary. And God who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above everything we can even imagine in our minds to think will take your heart and hold it in his hands to give you the desires of your heart. Oh, amen. I got glory bumps. This is good. (laughs) This is amazing. Made from scratch, finding success without a recipe. We will put a link to get the book in the description of this podcast. I have a link for Amazon. Is there anywhere else that you would recommend that people go and get the book? Well, that's where I would like them to get it from Amazon between all of the pre-orders and this first week that it is out is how a book is determined whether or not it's a bestseller. And so I'm excited for people to be going and getting it right now. The last time we checked rankings, we were ranking 15th in our category. Yes. Okay. (laughs) This is from a woman who's never authored a book. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And you have believed God for it. You have trusted God for it. And you're telling everyone. 
everyone that he did it. So like, yes. we have to support you as sisters in Christ. So um, yeah, follow Mignon on social media, follow mm -hmm. the Cupcake Collection. Her name on Instagram is Mignon.Francois and I'll put a link to all that below. Just very encouraging just to even follow you and just how you're pointing all that back to Jesus. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for being a light for Jesus. And at the end of every podcast, we always pray. So join us in prayer. Father, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Honey, when you started this earlier and you said that, I was like, that's the prayer right there. Amen. Less of me and more of you. In yes. Jesus' name. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission and Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hey everyone, it's Erica with Glassy Day Studio, where we believe every broken, discarded, and disrupted thing will be reclaimed, restored, and redeemed by the one who created and calms the waves. Glassy Day jewelry is shaped from recycled surfboard resin and each design is named after a woman in the Bible. And 10% of every purchase supports foster care ministries. Check it out at glassydaystudio.com. And thanks for listening. And if this episode has drawn you closer to Christ, please share it with your friends and family or even one person that might find encouragement in the message and a deeper relationship with Christ. God bless and have a great week. This is amazing.